Welcome to the IDP Show. I'm your host, Adam Markham, and I'm joined in the virtual Soge Shack by my main man, Johnny the Greek. Johnny, how are we this evening? Pretty, pretty good. How you doing, man? What's new? Oh, doing, doing so good. Fired up. Loving the, uh, loving the NFL season. Wish we had another two weeks tacked on to the end of it. Just <laughs> loving it, dude. Well, we do kind of this year. <laughs> yeah, you're right. We kind of do. We kind of do. But I mean, another two on top of that. Oh yeah, yeah, more. <laughs> Give yeah. me more. Even more, dude. Yeah, no, it's um, yeah, it's 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 coming down to the end here. We got. You know, one I, I'd say a lot of leagues are probably having playoffs start next week. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, no, I'm sorry, this week because I'd say a lot of people forgot to make that change. Right? I know that like there was a, a few leagues that I didn't realize that until like midway through the year, and I was like, "Oop, whoops, I'm gonna switch that." Um, <laughs> but I guarantee you, there was tons of leagues out there where that happened, where they're just like, "Well, it's, it's probably too late now. We're starting uh, per usual week 14, guys." So, right, yeah. with with buys still happening and everything, yep. Yeah, and a lot of buys, a lot of, you know, a lot of big buys out there. So, yeah, that's, um, yeah, we're, we're thinking about you folks out there that are in those situations. Uh, good luck to you this week. But mm. um, anyway, we got a lot to get to. We got a lot of, lot of games on the slate either way. Um, we're going to get right into the preview. So um, I guess we can start with the, the, the game from last night, Steelers at the, at, uh, the Minnesota Vikings. That was a lot of fun. Um, in typical fashion, the Minnesota Vikings got up to a huge lead, and uh, it seemed like they had it in the bag. That's usually when things go wrong. As soon as it's like, okay, they got this one. That's when things go south. That's exactly what happened. I knew it was. I knew that was coming. Um, you know, as, as a as a Minnesota Vikings fan, this is something that has has literally happened. I mean, the entire time I've been a fan of the franchise, just um, yeah. It, it, I'm dead inside. That's that's all I can really say about the Vikings. Uh, but yeah, they got to win. Whatever. That was nice. It, they they are a fun team. I'll say that. Like they make it. They make it fun. Like the, every every one of their games. Like they, they, you know, they go down to the end. There's there's usually a lot of points being scored. They they do have a lot of fun players on the team. But uh, yeah, just you know, same old story with with the with the Vikings. What do you think of this game, Johnny? Uh, I turned it off about halftime. Got some got some early sleep. Um, don't don't really care. <laughs> no, I mean that's that's probably the best call. It it was. Uh, <laughs> who cares? What neither one of those teams are, are doing anything. Let's be honest, right? I mean, yeah. they're not going anywhere. Those are those are two bad football teams with. Uh, hopefully, you know, maybe different quarterback situations in the future. At least for the. I mean, we know the the Steelers. Are definitely getting one, but um, yeah. I would be okay if Minnesota trying something else. But anyway, um, it was a fun game. I mean, uh, TJ Watt that that sucks. He's got a groin injury, so once again, uh, TJ Watt's going to miss some time. Um, or or is he? Is he is he going to miss? Is he going to miss any more time than he already missed? I know you know that he he was he pretty much put a put up a stinker for you this past week. But did have you seen where it seems like he could maybe miss a week or two? Uh, that's what initially it looked like, but then I read something today that uh, he may be okay for this upcoming week. Not as bad as they thought. Okay. Yeah. Um, I think Alex Highsmith also got banged up in that game, but I saw where he's he's okay. There's nothing major. Yep. Um, yeah. Good to see Eric Hendricks back, balling out. Um, mm, huge game for him, yeah. 
Yeah, he was great. Um, I was happy to see Kenny Wilkes back. He's a guy that's, that's been out since week nine, but he was back. He played 51% of the snaps. Didn't really do a ton, but uh, he's an interesting guy if, if you're in a deep league and, and, you know, need a dart here at the end of the year. Um, okay, anyway, on to the games that hasn't, haven't happened yet. The Ravens at the Browns. Uh, for Baltimore, um, Baltimore is allowing 3.6 sacks per game. That is worse in the NFL. So they've been just awful lately. They've been getting sacked a ton. Um, scoring leaders for the Ravens, Tyus Bowser. He's averaging 11.1 points per game this year. 15.4 points per game over his last six. He's heating up. Uh, Baltimore's really good at finding those guys, right? We saw it with the Z- Zadarius Smith, um, Matt Judon. It seems like we have another one here with Ty Spouser. It take it took all those guys a little bit of time before they really, you know, became what they are. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Patrick Queen, 10.6 points per game this year. He's averaging 12.7 over his last five. Not a huge bump in the points per game, but it's just nice to see him his uh, his playing time trend in a positive positive direction. Uh, weeks six through ten, he was playing just 49 percent of the snaps. That's risen to 76 percent over the over his last three. Adafi always averaging 10 a game. Um, he's been, you know, up and down like the position is. Uh, Josh Bynes, 9.4 points per game. That seems okay, but he's been awful lately. Weeks 6 through 10, Josh Bynes was averaging 16.7 points per game and playing 76% of the defensive snaps. Over the last three, he's averaging 4.5 points per game and just 64% of the snaps. So we can no longer trust Josh Bynes. Um, Anthony, Aver- uh, Anthony Averett is questionable. He's averaging 9.2 points per game. Um, that's really, that's really all you're looking at. Clay's Campbell. He's okay. I guess if you know, you want to dart, but anything else I'm missing there in Baltimore, Johnny, what do you think no. about corners? No, 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 not in this game. No, thank you. Um, so it is Jimmy Smith now with Marlon Humphrey out and, along with Anthony Averett and Tavon Young, but you don't want any of them this week. So pass. Okay. Um, with Cleveland, Cleveland is allowing 2.8 sacks per game. That is 27th out of 32 teams. Also not good. Uh, scoring leaders for the Browns, Miles Garrett, 19.6 points per game. Anthony Walker, 12.6 points per game, but he is now on the COVID list. Uh, JOK, 10.2 points per game, coming off a huge 13 tackle and a half sack game. Expect another large performance, um, especially if Walker is sidelined. Denzel Ward, 9.6 points per game. Uh, Jadavion Clowney, 8.8 points per game, averaging just 4.25 over his last four, so... We're not starting him. Uh, Ronnie Harrison, he's been on a bit of a hot streak. He's averaging uh, 8.6 tackles over his last three, um, and that's turned into 15.1 points per game. John Johnson, he's been playing well as of late. Uh, similar to, to Ronnie, he's averaging 11.2 over his last six. What do you think about Cleveland? Anybody Anybody else I'm missing, John? No, no, those are the big guys. Uh, huge Jack week. Uh, I mean, we we literally just saw this game, and now we're getting the same thing without Anthony Walker. So, uh, you know, that's always a concern when they're both healthy because uh, we don't know. If, if they play more dime, one of them loses out and snaps. We don't have to worry about that now. So huge Jack game. Uh, once again, I would not stream corner here. I mean, there are games like Arizona, LA Rams this week. Why would you touch this game for streaming corner when when that exists? <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good point. And you're right. We did just see this game, right? They just played. Yeah, yeah, like uh, two weeks ago. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't great, <laughs> remember? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, two teams that are not playing good football right now. Um, next game we got, ooh, your boys, Cowboys at the Washington football team. Dallas is allowing 1.8 sacks per game. That is six out of 32 teams, so very good there. Micah Parsons, of course, is the scoring leader for the Cowboys, averaging 21.2 points per game. Trevon Diggs, 15.4 points per game, but just seven and a half over his last six. I hope you sold. That was the easiest call of the year right there, selling the guy that has, what, eight touched, uh, eight interceptions through the first, like, six or seven weeks. Um, you could have gotten some nice deals out there, too, for, for Diggs. I, I, Diggs is, is a great player. He's going to do that a lot in his career, have, you know, high interception numbers. But, I mean... If you can cash out, cash out. Read yeah. Johnny's streaming corner articles. Right, you can you can find that just with matchups every week. Maybe not to the extent of uh, digs, but you know you can recreate those points with pass defense and tackles, and they're a lot more sustainable than splash plays. Uh, Jaron Curse, the guy that's just balling this mm. year. Um, basically the opposite of Diggs. He is DB six right now, averaging fourteen point three on the year. But over his last five weeks, he's played 158 box snaps, and he's averaging 18.1 points per game. He's racked up 40 tackles, two interceptions, six P- uh, PDs. He has a 75.9 overall PFF grade and an 81.0 coverage grade. Um, Anthony Brown, he's averaging 12.8 points per game. Randy Gregory, he's back this week, I think, Johnny. He was averaging 12 points per game. Um before getting hurt, so good news to see him, you know, back at practice this week. Mm-hmm. Yep, he could. They think he's going to return for the Washington game. We shall see. But yeah, he's activated off IR. Whether or not they activate him, activate him, different story. But yeah, this week or next, he'll be back. Uh, that's that's really really good news. And check your leagues. There are people that have dropped Sweat, Lawrence, Gregory, just sitting there. Um, you know. It, part of it's your waivers. Part of it's checking transactions throughout the week, seeing what other mistakes other people have made that you can take advantage of. Yes, excellent point. Um, you mentioned Demarcus Lawrence. Yes, he returned to action last week after being out since week one. Solid game. Two tackles, two PDs, one QB hit on 37 snaps. So it's solid there. Jordan Lewis, he's averaging 9.6 points per game. Eight of his 12 games have resulted in double-digit point uh, performances. So... He's been over 23 times, so he's, he's pretty solid. Uh, Keanu Neal, he's kind of heated up a little bit as of late. Um, 15.8 over his last two, but the snaps were down last week, and they're starting to get much more healthy. So, I mean, he, you can't really rely on that, you know, week to week. It's, it's hard to trust him at this point in the year, even though he has been playing better. Uh, surely you have more safer options. Mm-hmm. All right, anyone else I missed? You're the Cowboys guy. Nope, that's pretty much everyone. So this is like a chain reaction thing. When uh, Lawrence and Gregory are healthy, you can't touch LVE, you can't touch Neal. That's because Parsons will be the guy seeing the most inside linebacker snaps, and that other slot will get split down the middle like my butt cheeks uh, <laughs> for for the other guys. Yes, sir. Those beautiful butt cheeks. Heard a lot yeah. about them. Heard a <laughs> lot about them. All right. Washington football team, they are allowing 2.1 sacks per game. That is 14th out of 32 teams. 
Uh, Cole Holcomb, he's their leading scorer, 13.5 points per game. Jonathan Allen, 11.9. He's questionable with a minor groin injury. I think he'll be okay. Uh, Kendall Fuller, 10.3 points per game. Montez Sweat, 10.4 points per game. So he's back from IR, but unfortunately he tested positive for COVID. So we'll have to monitor that situation closely. Hope for some negative tests if he is vaccinated. Um, Landon Collins, 9.6 points per game. I think he's back. He played a little bit last week, right, Johnny? No, he was out last week. That's why oh. Jamin's yeah, saw extra snaps last week. But if he but if he's in this week, that returns Jamin to uh irrelevance. So uh keep that in mind. Okay. It does seem like Collins is gonna be okay in return. I think that for a second there I thought that he was maybe gonna be done for the year, but that doesn't seem to be the case. So um yeah, that's just gonna muddy up the waters there. So that's not that's not really great for IDP. Cameron Curl, nine point three points per game. Um Deron Payne, 7.1. Jamin Davis, 5.2. Yeah, he, we saw the, the snaps bump last week for Davis, but he really hasn't done much with them this year. So we're it's going to be 2022 for a lot of these rookies. Uh, you know, we, we get spoiled by some. Um, they don't all break out immediately, guys. You know, we've, mm-hmm. we've seen a lot of these second. You think about Logan Wilson, Jordan Brooks. Um, I'm missing uh, Xavier McKinney. You know, a lot of those guys take a year, you know, take a little bit longer than others, so. Be patient. I think time's coming for those guys. I still like the talent. Um, anyone else on Washington football team, Johnny? Or any comments there? No, not really. Good Kendall Fuller week. Uh, nice matchup there. And, uh, yeah, usual suspects. How do you feel about the game? Uh, I don't like it because the Cowboys have been talking a lot of shit this week, and that's usually not going to go well for most people, uh, especially us. So uh, I'm going to probably put some money on the Redskins. Excuse me, Washington. Uh, oh, you're done. You're, you're canceled. Uh, we're canceled. Uh, money over. line. Yeah, they got a they got a good price this week. So th- that'll be like a win-win bet. Those are my favorite bets. Uh, I'll pay some money for the Cowboys to win. If not, I'll get money. So win-win. Now, did they have they played yet? Did they? Nope. They got two okay. out of the last like three or four here. Yeah. Okay. All right, yeah, uh, and well, yeah, Washington's frisky, man. They're uh, uh, Heineke, he can do some things. Yeah, they're they're like one five in a row. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Gibson's <laughs> on fire right now. Yeah, they're uh, they're fun. Um, okay, the Las Vegas Raiders at the Kansas City Chiefs. Las Vegas is allowing two point three sacks per game. That is nineteen out of thirty two teams. Denzel Perryman is averaging 15.1 points per game. That's 10th among linebackers. It's just insane. So he's their leading scorer. Their next leading scorer is Mr. Uh, Max Crosby, 12.0 points per game. He's maybe been the most frustrating uh, guy to have on your roster in IDP. He's had basically two weeks where he's gone over 30 points, and then the rest of the weeks has just been, I think, under 10 points. So, you know, it's one of those guys you have to start. He's tearing it up on PFF. He's leading the league in pressures. Uh, just, I think, you know, in the 90s with his grade. But, yeah, it's not really translating to IDP, IDP production. Um, Jonathan Abram, he's averaging 11.6 points per game. Just, you know, if you're looking for – if you're trying to get 8 to 10 tackles, he's he's one of your better bets to do it. Yannick Ngakwe, he's averaging 11.3 points per game this year. Trayvon Mullen, he's expected to return um, after missing his last eight. He's averaging 10.7 points per game. Uh, Corey Littleton, 10.3 points per game. He's not really been very good as of late. Now, the rookie watch, Johnny, this is kind of interesting for this team. 
We know about Trevon Morick. He's averaging six and a half points per game, but 92% of his snaps are, are at free safety. Uh, but De- Divine Diablo, double D, played a season-high 38 snaps in Week 13 and put up 10 tackles for 12 uh, for 12 points. And then also Malcolm Kuntz, I guess that's how you pronounce that. He was, a, he was their 2021 third-round pick, but he made his season debut, and he recorded his first sack. It was only seven snaps, but... Definitely someone that needs to be on your dynasty radar. What do you think about the Raiders or any any comments about those? Yeah, so I mean, yeah, Perryman's doubtful. Doesn't look like he's going to play. So, yep, probably some double D this week. I mean, it'll be interesting to see how it shakes out. Maybe Littleton gets, you know, more playing time. But whatever, it's still a fresh body linebacker for uh, a week when everyone's injured, so we'll take it. <laughs> um, yeah, beyond that... Yeah. Uh, I don't know. It's a good streaming game. Nate Hobbs might be available in your leagues. Uh, that's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, the usual suspects. Yep. yep, that's good stuff there. Good insight as always. Um, on the Kansas City side, Kansas City is allowing 1.8 sacks per game. That is, that's really good. That's six out of 32. Uh, Chris Jones, he's their scoring leader. He's averaging 12.8 points per game. He's done much better since moving back inside. Legereus Sneed's averaging 11.9. Honey Badger's averaging 11.8. Nick Bolton, he's averaging 10.3 on the year, but the snaps in production have fallen since Hitchens has returned. Uh, Traverius Ward's averaging averaging 12.5 points per game. Um, There's really not much outside of that. Melvin Ingram, he played 66% of the snaps in Week 11 and 53 in Week 13, and he got a half sack last week, but... um, yeah, he's not someone that you're probably going to be starting. Willie Gay, he's averaging 8.3 points per game, but he has yet to play above 68% of the snaps this year. So um, anyone else there that you're interested in in Kansas City? No, there's really no one in Kansas City. Uh, I'll play Chris Jones um, weekly. Uh, I think that's it. Maybe Honey Badger in deeper leagues, safety three or four. But uh, yeah, they're, they're Legarius. Yeah, Legarius. Um, depends what he is. If he's a corner, absolutely. Um, as a safety, yeah, yeah. I mean, deeper leagues, yeah. But um, they've made a mess of the inside linebackers. Uh, Frank Clark's like a you know corpse of what he used to be. So yeah, yeah. There's not a lot of nice pieces there for for IDP. Yep. Um, next game we have. The Seattle Seahawks at the Houston Texans. Seattle is allowing 3.3 sacks per game. That is 30th in the NFL. Um, of course, the biggest news for Seattle is the Jamal Adams injury. He's he's done for the year after re-injuring the shoulder he had surgery on this offseason. I think we can expect Ryan Neal to be the guy to replace Jamal Adams. Jamal missed five games in 2020. And Neil put up safety one numbers when he was out. Mm. Uh, he put up about 15 points per game. So, um, Johnny, you want to run through these? Yeah. You want to run through the Sure, sure, sure. So, points per game, we got Bobby Wags at 15.4, Jordan Brooks at 14.2, Jamal Adams uh, was at 11.8, Quandre Diggs 11.2, DJ Reed 8.8, Rasheem Green 8.3. Daryl Taylor, 8.2. And in order of importance here, so it's Wagner Brooks. Uh, yeah, I think Ryan Neal's a good call. Um, he may even be designated as a corner in some places. I wouldn't be surprised. They screw stuff like that up all the time. So definitely check that out. That'd be a cheat code. Quandre Diggs has had a really good year. I trust him, and I know he's designated as a corner in some places. So that's really good. 
Uh, DJ Reed is a fine streaming corner option, just not this week against a backup quarterback on a shitty Houston Texans passing game that has no weapons. Um, and I don't trust anyone on the pass rush because it's a true rotation. No one sees more than like 55% of snaps a week. And we don't even know who's going to see those 55% of snaps a week. So I'm not touching that with a 10 foot bowl. Yeah. Yeah. I think Carl's Dunlap had his best game of the year, you know, last week, but yeah, he's the, the snaps are all over the place with, with that unit. Yeah. He, he um, had like 15% of snaps when he did that. <laughs> <laughs> right. So yeah, don't look into that stuff too much folks. Um, Okay, next game we got. No, I'm sorry, we got to get to the Houston side. So Houston is allowing 2.9 sacks per game. That is 28th out of 32 teams. Uh, Jonathan Grenard, he's their leading scorer with 16.4 points per game. Right underneath him, we have uh, Camus Grugier Hill, 16.4 points per game. He put up 19 tackles and a sack this past Sunday. That was good for 36 fantasy points. Um, third for the Texans, we have Christian Kirksey at 13.2. He's been he's been great this year when he's been out there. He did miss a, a stretch, but that's in standard Kirksey fashion. Uh, Desmond King ten point two points per game. Justin Reed eight point nine, and Jacob Martin seven point three points per game. He's been heating up a little bit as of late. Um, Houston kind of frisky now. The big news, of course, with Houston is they released Mister Zach Cunningham. Um, what did you think about that, Johnny? Oh, I was shocked. Did you see that coming at all? Yeah, no. <laughs> I, I have not been talking about that for a year and a half at all. Um, did not see that coming. Nope. Yeah. Yeah, me neither. Definitely did not know that the uh, PFF grades were garbage for the last two years. Uh, had no idea. Yeah. Yeah, total shock. Total shock. Um, and, you know, yet another example of why you don't waste draft capital on linebackers. Uh, you know, get, grab positions of sp- scarcity, get the Foye Aluacones of the world and the C.J. Mosleys of the world and the Bobby Okarikis of the world and the Camus Grugier Hills that cost nothing more than paying attention in a mouse click this year for 19 tackles in a sack last week. <laughs> yep. Now I will say that I don't I don't mind Cunningham. I mean, this, the deal was right. He was in Houston and he was just he was way too too overpaid. That's that's what made him bad there in Houston. He's probably fine, you know. In a in a better situation, he could probably be fine. Am I saying he's a good linebacker? No, but I mean, he could be fine. His his uh his situation and, and the narrative that could all flip in a better situation. I think landing with. He landed with uh, the Titans, if you if you didn't know this, folks. Um, that's a pretty good situation, right? He has, you know, he's 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 got familiarity with with Vrabel and the 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 defense they run there. Um, you know, they they've got prior relationships and all that stuff. It's a, it's about as good a situation as you can hope for. Um, he should be the guy that I think, you know, gets one of those spots. I think it's going to be him and David Long if if David Long could return. Uh, with Jay on Brown being the odd man out, um, but yeah, we could we could see Zach Cunningham be you know a a, a decent option again for us for IDP and and, and maybe you know um, someone that we don't mind as much going forward. We just we didn't like him there in Houston. Yep. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, Vrabel could probably you know get him into shape or whatever. I mean, he he was an idiot too. Like he he was late a bunch of times. Right. He skipped like a week of preseason. Like. Just dumb things like just show up on time, do what you're told. You'll be fine at your job. It's not rocket science. Yeah, that's a good call too. Yeah, he does seem like a bit of a knucklehead. So, um, 
Yeah. We'll see. You never know. It could be it could be just like Jalen Smith. He could be released next week. You you never know. Um okay, next game we have the Jacksonville Jaguars at the Tennessee Titans. Jacksonville is allowing 1.8 sacks per game. That's 10th out of 32 teams. Um that that line is not good though. Trevor Lawrence is running for his life that entire game. Um every game. Josh Allen, he's their leading scorer, 14.4 points per game. Uh, and then there's really not much else to talk about. Damian Wilson, Miles Jack, Andrew Wingard is for some reason still playing. Uh, Dwayne Smoot did get a sack again last week after kind of taking a you know three or four weeks off. Um, but yeah, there's not really much in Jacksonville that we're looking to to put in our lineups. Yeah, yeah. I mean they they were trending in a decent direction for corners, but then Tyson Campbell I think got dinged up and took a little dip in snaps last week. Uh, you know, and then. I'm not sure if the other guys, Nevin Lawson or, or Shaq Griffin, there's some, you know, fluctuation there. So, eh, I don't know. It's a dangerous, dumb game to play with playoffs here. So I'm not going to play it. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, but I mean, do you have, I mean, do you have any Jacksonville Jaguars? Yeah. J- outside of maybe Josh Allen? Yeah, Josh Allen. That That's it. Yeah. That's it. Yep. That's it. Right. Yeah. I may have, I may have a Wingard share, uh, in one of those crazy deep sleeper leagues I'm in for whatever reason, just because I haven't cleaned up the roster in a bit. But uh, yeah, otherwise you're not rostering any of these any of these guys. I, I do want to maybe hopefully see something out of Andre Cisco at some point. He's 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 one of their uh, rookies. Hopefully we can get see some more playing time from him. I don't know. You're just hoping for anything there, anything that uh, has a smidge of talent. You you want to uh, take a closer look at. Um, Tennessee, they're allowing 2.8 sacks per game. That is 25th out of 32 teams. Harold Landry's averaging 16.7 points per game. Uh, Kevin Byard, 16.0 points per game. Awesome year for Byard. David Long, who of course is is out. Um, he's still not practicing. I haven't actually I didn't check today. Um, but last I saw he was not practicing. He's averaging 14.1 points per game. Uh, Jeffrey Simmons is averaging 14 points per game. And then, yeah, it's, uh, you know, Jayon Brown, he's averaging 7.7 points per game since returning from his injury in week nine. Um, he's putting up nine and a half tackles and averaging 11.25 per game, uh, 2.5 points per game in the, in the last uh, four weeks. So, but again, like I mentioned, I think his time is going to come to an end once um, Cunningham gets acclimated and, and Long comes back. Yep. Yeah. And uh, it did get, it's, it's, I don't know. I mean, Cunningham going there does muddy the waters again because they just lost Bonnie Rice, and that helped clear up this linebacker situation a little bit, and now it's a mess again. So that's that's not great at Week 14. But, uh, you know, we'll get a chance here to see it shortly. I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not going to be making guesses uh, with this, you know what I mean, unless I really have to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you're really only touching, like, I'm I'm – probably going out too far with the people we're listing you're only probably touching there's a few teams that you're like damn they're they have a lot of really relevant idp guys like tampa bay is one of the teams that i'm thinking about yeah. um but yeah some of these teams man it's like they have maybe three if they're lucky but yeah usually it's usually it's you know the, the top two that you need to be concerned with unless you're in you know leagues where you have defensive tackles and stuff that makes it a little bit different um Okay, next game we got, wow, just a terrible game here. New Orleans at the New York Jets. 
New Orleans is allowing 1.8 sacks per game. That's pretty good. That's sixth best in the NFL. Marcus Davenport, he's questionable this week. He's averaging 17.3 points per game. He's missed 17 games uh, already in his career, in his four-year career. So we, we hope for health from, for Davenport because he has been a monster this year. Um, DeMario Davis, 14.2 points per game, but he's kind of been not that good lately, uh, not really as consistent as, as we're used to. Marshawn Lattimore, 11.7 points per game. Um, that's pretty good for him. Cameron Jordan, he's on COVID this week. He's been, he's been averaging 10.5 points per game. Quan Alexander, he's averaging 10.3 on the year, but he's averaging 13.1 over his last six. So he's been he's been really good, uh, surprisingly. Uh, Malcolm Jenkins, 9.9, but he's ice cold over his last five games. So he's maybe someone that, uh, yeah, I think you could, could see that turnaround. He's, he's due for some big games. Pete Warner played just 13 snaps Sunday. Pretty much been the case since Quan came into the picture. Um, anyone you like on New Orleans, New Orleans, Johnny? Yeah, uh, Davenport is healthy this week, uh, so I got it. Nice. Uh, yeah, I got him in this crazy deep all IDP league, so I need him. Uh, so been watching that. Uh, man, Demario and uh, Malcolm Jenkins just are not as consistent as they used to be. So I'm I'm trying to you know make moves to uh, replace them where I can right before playoffs here. But uh, this week, yeah, I mean, Davenport definitely. Uh, there's there's not a lot. I'm not streaming corner here. And, um, yeah, I'm with you. Maybe Quan deeper leagues. He seems a little hot lately. Yeah, he's been pretty solid. Um, yeah, smoke him if you got him with Quan always. Yep. Uh, Jets, they're allowing 2.8 sacks per game. That is 25th out of 32 teams. Uh, Quincy Williams, 13.4 points per game, um, 35 tackles and a sack over his last three. So he is on fire right now. He also, you know, remember he gets the, the defensive back designation and sleeper. So that's a cheat code there for you. Um, CJ Mosley, he's questionable with the back issue. He did not practice Wednesday. It's the last I saw, uh, Quinton Williams, 11.2 points per game. John Franklin Myers, 10.2 points per game. Bryce Hall, 9.8. Ashton Davis, been a bit of a letdown because, you know, the the it's all kind of cleared for him. You know, all these all these safeties have, have gone down. We kind of thought that he was going to, you know, start balling out. That really hasn't been the case. So, yeah, hopefully he can get it going. He is, you know, still getting, I'd say, like 50% of his, his snaps are in, you know, the, the box, the slot, or, or defensive line. So it's fine usage. It's just not translating to points right now. Elijah, Elijah Riley. Seven, he's averaging 7.3 points per game on the year. He has 18 tackles and a sack over his last three weeks. 50% of his snaps have been in the box at slot or on the line. Yeah, he came over, I think, I think they claimed him from the Philadelphia Eagles a few weeks ago, but he's the guy playing safety opposite Ashton Davis. So, you know, he's you can do worse. Yeah, his playing time is climbing in the right direction too. And he actually, like, won that job. Like, it was going to be Jared Wilson – or Sherrod Neesman or something like that. And, uh, you know, it, he's won it out, and the, the playing time's going up the last couple of weeks. So that's that's a sneaky, decent move if you need a, a safety. Always love when Johnny agrees with me. Atlanta at Carolina. Uh, Foisade Aluakon is their leading scorer, 16.2 points per game. Right underneath him, Deion Jones, 15.2 points per game. That may be the best tandem mm. as far as IDP goes yep. and points. Um, 
maybe like Leonard and Okereke or Okariki, whichever one. Yeah, I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I'd still take these two. Um, I, had, I had this dude on Twitter hit me up the other day, and he's just got the most like loaded linebacker core you've ever seen. And, uh, and he was like, well, I, I'm always going to start Darius Leonard, but I have Foye Aluakon and some other guy. I was like, dude, I'm starting Foye over Darius Leonard. Are you kidding me? At Every day, twice on Sunday. Like, look at the numbers this year. <laughs> it's Foye doesn't have bad weeks. Darius Leonard does all the time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And he's um, always an injury risk. You know, he has that he has that ankle thing that he's that's been he's been dealing with. You're always worried that you know that could look pop up at any look, moment. Look at the offenses too, right? So the Colts' offense goes through Jonathan Taylor. It eats up time of possession. Their offense is on the field a lot. They they win the time of possession battle all the time. Uh, their defense is not on the field that often, especially if they play a really crappy team. Like that limits their IDP production. That's not the Falcons. That is not the Falcons. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I mean, truly, it's it's basically Foyseid and Deion Jones. Then that's really all we care about. You got Eric Harris, AJ uh, Terrell's okay for cornerback leagues, of course. Uh, but Dante Fowler, he's averaging eight point two points per game this year. Grady Jarrett having a down year, six point nine. That's nice though. Um, <laughs> Eric Harris, I mentioned him. He he's been awful lately. Four points per game over his last two. He's he's got ten point four on the year, so yeah, he's in a bit of a slump. Um, moving over to Carolina, they got a lot of relevant pieces. Um, Shaq Thompson, sixteen point six points per game. He's been really good this year. Um, Hassan Reddick, sixteen point three. Brian Burns, fifteen point zero points per game. Then of course Jeremy Chin. He's averaging eleven point zero on the year. Weeks one through five, he averaged eight points per game and four point two tackles per game and he had a 53.7 pff grade week 6 through 12 he's averaging 13.54 points per game and he's averaging 8.1 tackles and he's got a pff grade of 70.7 so you love to see it so many people were panicking about mr chin um he's fine folks yeah he's fine yeah no people dropped him i i picked him up uh in a couple places uh thank you (laughs) yep yeah, it's just dumb stuff, man. Don't I mean we told you not every one of us would have told you not to do that. Yeah, it's a mar- literally I- it's a marathon, not a sprint. And in, increasingly, it's not even about matchups or uh waivers or drafting. It's frustration tolerance uh fantasy football. That that's what it is. If you have higher frustration tolerance than your league mates, you're going to win trophies. It's true, man. It's true. You just got to know that like better days are coming. Like it, just trust the usage. Trust trust how they're being used. It doesn't always. It's it's yeah. It doesn't always make sense with IDP. Sometimes you know, you know these guys just for whatever reason they're just getting bad matchups. The the game flow is wrong. It just uh, and that can happen for you know three to four weeks in a row. So you just got to be patient because yeah, we saw it happen with with uh, Jeremy Chin. We saw it happen with Jamal Adams. We see it happen a lot. Um. All right, that'll be a maybe a no. It's gonna be a terrible game. Not gonna watch. Not not gonna watch a second of the Falcons <laughs> game. Okay, uh, another game. I'm probably not gonna watch any bit of Detroit Lions at the Denver Broncos. Uh, Detroit. There's not a lot going on here. We got Alex Anzalone. He's averaging 10.7 points per game. Charles Harris. He's been a nice little pleasant surprise. We've talked about him a ton on this pod. He's averaging 10.5 points per game, coming off his best game of the year. He put up two sacks last week against Minnesota. Uh, Tracy Walker, who, like Johnny mentioned, he's on the COVID list now. 
So you're going to have to get him out of your lineups. And it's, uh, what's his name? Dean? Dean Marlowe. Who, who, who has been an option regardless. They've been going with, well, I mean, they've been playing him more as a corner, but he's technically a safety um, because I think it's Jerry Jacobs or A.J. Parker, one of those two guys has been out. That's been his replacement. Um, but, yeah, I mean, he, he's been, he would would have been safe anyway this week because the, that corner is still on IR for one more week, but he's really, really safe now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Derek Barnes, he's averaging 5.6 points per game. Hopefully we can see his, his playing time has been increasing, but, um, hopefully we can see that continue. I mean, the, you know, that's, that's what this time of the year is for, especially for a team like Detroit. It's kind of been the whole year for them. Mm. Uh, they should, they should have been trying out these young guys. Uh, Denver, of course, your Johnny's boy, Justin Simmons, another guy who kind of started out really slow. He's back to being the leading scorer for the Denver Broncos, 12.3 points per game. Uh, Patrick Sertain, he's been playing great as of late, 11 points per game on the year, but his um, he's got three interceptions in his last two games. Currently has a 63.7 uh, overall PFF grade and a 65.2 coverage grade. And then there's really not much else. We got Malik Reed. If you're feeling lucky, he, you can always throw him in. He's averaging 9.6 on the year. Kareem Jackson's averaging 8.6. Um, Baron Browning, he's averaging 14 point, I'm sorry, he's averaging 4.2 points per game, but he's averaged 8.4 over his last five. And he played a hundred percent of the snaps the last two weeks. Um, Bradley Chubb, two and a half points per game on the year. Um, that's just three games. You know, he's been injured for the most, for the most part, but just a bad year for Chubb. So we, we need, we need to see him finish strong over his last five. Um, and then Jonathan Cooper, a guy that I was kind of getting excited about, their rookie, seventh-round rookie out of Ohio State, cooled off considerably after his two-sack performance against the Cowboys in Week 9, only averaging 4.75 points per game over his last three, and he played just 16 snaps on Sunday. Yep. Uh, I don't think I got much on that. Um, who they – okay, Den, uh, Detroit. Yeah, no, we're not streaming corner here this week. Um yeah, I don't know. It'd be nice if Chubb bounced back. This would be the place to do it. Yeah, you're right. If he's yeah, if not now, then when? Right. Okay. Uh, next game, we got the New York Giants at the L.A. Chargers. Xavier McKinney, he's been great this year. Um, you know, a little, little up and down week to week, but man, he's had some some monster performances. Um, Twelve point eight points per game on the year. He's grading really well too. So we love to see that. Seventy five point nine overall PFF grade. Seventy eight point six coverage grade. Next guy there is Logan Ryan. He's averaging 12.1 points per game, and he um, he is returning to action after being out the past two weeks with COVID, so that's nice to see. Leonard Williams, 10.9 points per game, 74.6 PFF grade. Tay Crowder, 10.5 points, uh, points per game, 28.1 PFF grade, 34.1 coverage grade for Mr. Tay Crowder. Yikes. Aziz Ojolari. 10 points per game. Uh, Adore Jackson, 9.2. Austin Johnson, 8.7. Quincy Roche, 7 points per game on the year. He's averaging 10.4 over his last six. Mm. So Adore's out this week. You can go Aaron Robinson because this is an excellent matchup. Even without Keenan Allen, it's an excellent matchup. Uh, what else? Austin Johnson, I would not trust that as far as I could throw that with no arms. Same, th- same with Quincy same Roche. with Quincy Roche, right? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, Roche just need, he's a rookie, so he just you know we're always a little interested in what the rookies are doing. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he's he's not someone that we're gonna trust at this point. In the, year. It, the the Crowder thing's interesting though, because they they got McKinney, uh, other McKinney, Bernardrick, um, and there was a fear that he was gonna take that Crowder role and. What, how how hasn't he with this? Like it's very strange that they're just rolling with Crowder. I mean, I'm not arguing. I, I've got Crowder in many places. Uh, warm body, Same. you know, warm body production. I'll take it. It's just that's wild. Like his grades are that bad, and they haven't replaced them. <laughs> yeah, those are like yeah, league worst type numbers right there. But yeah, he's still he's still king. Pretty much what ninety to hundred percent every single week. Yeah, and he's yeah. he's been he's been fine. He hasn't you know he hasn't. He's fine. He's been like a he's been like a linebacker three, I'd say. Not really giving you a lot of splash plays, but he's pretty solid with the tackles week to week. So, yep. um, uh, with the Chargers, we got Derwin James. Of course, he's their leading scorer, fifteen point eight points per game. Kaiser White having a great year, thirteen point four points per game for him. Joey Bosa, uh, he, he what he had a concussion last week. He did not. So they thought he had a concussion. They pulled him out of the game. They gave him the concussion test. He passed, and uh, Staley held him out of the game because of his injury history and uh, thinking about his future. He actually talked about this in an interview after the game. And uh, Oh, my God. Staley says all the right things. I know. Isn't that, isn't that wild, though? Like, And you know what? Like, I, I tend to agree with him, like real talk, because – would we, would yeah. we rather have Joey Bosa for this playoff run, or would we have Joey Bosa for those other three quarters against Cincinnati? Yeah, yes, good point there. Um, and yeah, I mean the Chargers. I mean they could they could make a serious playoff run themselves. You know they need that guy around if they're going to do it. Yep. Um, Nasir Adderley, a guy that's been really good this year, eleven points per game. Uh, Drew Tranquil had a really good week. I think he had like around eleven tackles and a sack this past week. Um, he's averaging about nine points per game. Yuchina uh, Nawusu, I always have trouble pronouncing his name, <laughs> but this is his, his it's his time of the year. He always comes on at the end of the year. He's playing seventy one percent of the snaps and he's averaging fifteen point six over his last four. Uh, so that's way up from his eight point three average on the year. Uh, Kenneth Murray is he? Um, what did he do? Did you know anything about what he might have done? Uh, he couldn't learn the defense. Um... I don't know. I think athletically he's fine, but that's the only stuff I ever read is that the the brain power wasn't there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'd, I'd say you're gonna need some brain power when you got a guy like Staley in the building. So yeah, that's unfortunate, man. I mean, that was someone that uh, I mean, he's he's his value sunk probably worse than any of these guys. I mean, Patrick Queen. It seemed like that was getting a little shaky there, but for the most part, I think like I feel okay about Patrick Queen again. Um, or better at least, but Kenneth Murray, yikes, man. I mean, what, what do we do there? Yeah. It's not been a good year for these like slam dunk linebackers, right? Like this year more than any has proven that like, if you can't play, if you can't figure it out, like they're just going to replace you. Yep. Yeah. Very weird stuff. Um, San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, leading score for San Fran. We've done away with the sacks allowed stats, folks. Uh, I forgot to do it. I just <laughs> forgot to do that. But you got, then we got enough shit in here. So I think you guys need to all be grateful and appreciate what me and Johnny over here are doing for you. Yeah, you take that. Sh- right. Take that shit and enjoy it. 
Yes, sir. <laughs> a lot of all right. So we. Let, I was just gonna say a lot of stomach bugs going around this year. The the big dumb premium rankings have really grown this season. Really. Yeah, grown. we got we got quite the uh, player pool now. We do. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah, I'd love to see it. Big big things on the horizon. <laughs> uh. San Francisco 49ers at the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, San Fran, they don't have they don't have a ton of IDP IDP relevant pieces, but they they got some some nice ones. Um, Nick Bosa, 19.3 points per game, just fantastic this year. You know, he he's he's definitely top 3 uh when you when you talk about dynasty rankings for edge rushers, he's got to be in it. Um, Aziz Alshier, he's averaging 13.7 points per game on the year. He's a strong candidate for the waiver pickup of the year. Uh, and folks, me and Johnny mentioned this very early on. I remember tweeting a lot about this. I remember talking about this on the show with you. You needed to get this guy. So we hope you got this guy. But, um, yeah, he seems to, to be hitting a stride right now. Back-to-back games with over 50, uh, with over 53 total. I'm sorry. That's total points. In the last two games, he has 53 total fantasy points. Uh, he has a overall PFF grade of 65.8. He has a coverage grade of 69.3. So, love to see that. I mean, I think when Greenlaw comes back, you think uh, it doesn't matter? I mean, he's kind of the odd man out now? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I think he retains value regardless just because both these guys have gotten banged up so much this year. I mean, yeah. Why not, right? Hang on to them. Um, I've been doing stuff like that. I've been loading my bench up with like backup running backs and and linebackers that could see a huge role going into the playoffs. Like, just getting ready. Like, you know what? It. I yes. Am I taking some risks? Like, I'm um, I'm shit canning my like third uh, quarterback in like a single QB league or something. What? Yeah, fine. Whatever. Like, there's three four weeks left. Who cares? Like, I, yeah, I would do stuff like this. I would still keep Aziz definitely. Exactly. Like in in those leagues, like my RSO league, like where I've been trying to figure out defensive tackle, right? Um, I I was able to land Chris Jones. He got released in my RSO league because of contract reasons, right? There's all if he gets released and someone claims his contract, it's off of your books. So that's why that happened. But anyway, I was able to get this guy, and I've been trying to figure out that position all year. So I had like three different defensive tackles, dropped all of them because I don't need them anymore. The, you know, Chris Jones, their bye week's over. It's Chris Jones every week. I don't need any more of those scrub defensive tackles. Get them off the roster. And then yeah, I do like do stuff like Johnny said, get backups because we see it all the time, all the time. It happens. Um, like a uh, example, like AJ Klein. That's a guy that, you know, th- there's someone that you could store like that. Right. Cause Milano's usually always hurt Tremaine. You never know with him as well. So yeah, it's a good call there. Um, you want to take Cincinnati, Johnny? Yeah, sure. So lead Cincinnati producer Sam Hubbard, 15.1 points a game. Trey Hendrickson, 14. Either one of them is great, good option. Hubbard has more combined tackles per game, but they both have that sack upside. Uh, so Logan Wilson at 13.7 a game is out for at least this week. We'll see after that. 
But uh, that means it's Jermaine Pratt season. So he did see a bump last week with the injury. He will see a bump this week with the injury. And it's uh, John Bocci, I think, that's taking their Jermaine Pratt role. So if you need like a super deep dude that's going to play like 60% of snaps, there you go. Uh, but yeah, it's Jermaine Pratt season for this week at least. Uh, Bates and Bell are the two excellent IDP safeties there, although we do need to keep in mind that Bell plays more in the back, so he's guaranteed more week-to-week production. Bates is a better play against, like, an actual football team. Like Niners, Bates will probably be a decent play. Uh, last week was a great play against uh, a real offense in the Chargers, but, uh, you know, if they're going to kill someone, he plays more free safety, so he won't be as, as involved, so to speak. Um, Mike Hilton... Uh, yep, good corner option will be a really good corner option this week because Awuzie will be out, I believe. So that'll bump him up to 100% of snaps. That's been the only knock on him this year is he taps out at like 70-80%. Uh, beyond that, if he gets the playing time, he gets the points. Uh, this is a decent matchup. I'd feel better if Debo was there, but, uh, you know, we can't have everything we want. Uh, still should be a hell of a game. I'd be okay with firing up some of the Cincy corners, deeper leagues only, though. Is Debo going to be there? I saw where he was maybe back at practice today. I hope so. That would make this game, like, really good. Really good. Yeah. It's going to be fun, I think. Yeah, they're both fun teams. Um, yeah. Elijah Mitchell potentially could be out. I'm no, sure he is. That. Yeah, they, they. it was, like, a few, few hours ago. So, it's. I think it's Jeff Hasty is the lead back this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Jeff Wilson and Jamal uh, Hasty, yes. Or, yeah, whatever. Um, Pasty, Hasty, I don't know. That guy. <laughs> Who who cares? Yeah. yeah. Just made up names. They're going <laughs> to succeed in his offense. Yep. Um, <laughs> all right. Uh, Buffalo Bills at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, Buffalo kind of reeling right now. They're getting ran all over. Um, but this will probably be a good game. Buffalo leading scorers. Jordan Poyer. Once again, he's, he's like the... Um, He's like the the Bobby Wagner of safeties right now. We gave some love to Bobby Wagner uh, in in Twitter land, but Jordan Poyer deserves so much love too, man. This is like year five or six in a row of him just being a stud. Um, Yeah, just underrated. Great for IDP. Yeah, 15.5 points per game this year. Matt Milano is underneath him at 12.3. Micah Hyde, 11.9. He is cooling off a little bit. He was, you know... Got a lot of big plays early on, but um, Tremaine Edmonds is 10.3 points per game. He's just – he's a linebacker three or four. That's that's what he is at this point. Um, yeah, he's nothing special it seems. Um, Teron Johnson, 10.3, and then Gregory Rousseau is 8.6. Anyone else on the Bills? Yeah, if you need a much deeper league stab at corner this week, Dane Jackson, the Tredavious White replacement, did see 100% of snaps last week. And this is just about the best streaming corner matchup on this planet this week, besides the Rams-Arizona. This one's probably better than Rams-Arizona, to be honest with you, because uh, it's outdoors in Florida. Um Although I think the other one's indoors in Arizona. So either way, they're, they're both really good. But these are two excellent passing offenses. Should be a shitload of points. Should be back and forth. Great Teron Johnson week. Good Levi Wallace week. And probably a sneaky good Dane Jackson week. Hmm. Very nice. I know uh, AJ Epinesa has been playing a little bit better as of late. And Rousseau's, tackle, uh, Rousseau's snaps have dipped a little bit. So that may be because AJ is playing a little better. 
On the Tampa Bay side, of course, you got Mr. Shaq Barrett, 14.4 points per game. He's their leading scorer. And then Devin White, also averaging 14.4 points per game. Antoine Winfield, 13.9 points per game this year, and doing so despite playing 72% of his snaps at free safety. So very important lesson here. Sometimes alignment does not matter with certain players. Baller's ball. Uh, Antoine Winfield is a baller. Carlton Davis, nice to see him return to action. Um, that was his first game since week four. He recorded three tackles and a sack for 18 fantasy points. So very nice having Mr. Carlton back. Levante David averaging 11.8 points per game on the year. Jordan Whitehead is going to be out for this game. Mike Edwards is suspended for misrepresenting his vaccination status. So Andrew Adams could get uh, another start. He played 50% of his snaps in the sweet spot uh, and 50% at free safety. Um, and then, you know, Sean Murphy, but Murphy Bunning is averaging 8.5. JPP's having a down year, just 7.8 points per game this year. Vita Vea averaging seven and a half. Joe Tryon averaging 5.3. Um, you're probably not touching the last four names on that list, but, uh, yeah. What do you think about Tampa Bay, Johnny? Yeah. A lot of good pieces here. Um, yeah. Love Carlton Davis this week that once again, great streaming corner matchup. Um, should should be just all kinds of production offensively and defensively this week. Really like this game quite a bit. Uh, so Murphy Bunting is if what we saw last week happens again, will be corner two and see you know good snaps, not great snaps. Carlton Davis is the play here uh, if you want a corner. All right, uh, moving on to Chicago at Green Bay. Chicago's leading scorer Robert Quinn, hell of a year for Mister Quinn. 17.3 points per game. That is tied with Roquan Smith, 17.3 as well. Um, and then that's about it for, for Chicago. Um, they don't have a lot of relevant pieces. Am I missing anyone, Johnny, for Chicago? No, not really. So what, Quinn, uh, Roquan, yep. Travis. That's about it. Yeah, no, the, the corners are garbage. Skid marks is skid marks for a reason. Um, yeah. That's everyone. Yep. No, thank you. Um, Green Bay, Rasul, uh, Rasul, yeah, Rasul Douglas. He's balling lately. Fourteen point eight points per game. He's had some monster weeks this year, um, and I don't think he's even played half of half of his games. I think he's was hurt, uh, but he's been great since returning. Devondre Campbell. He's been awesome this year. Fourteen point six points per game. He was on COVID. I guess he's he's good. I think, I hope. Check that out, folks. Um, Rashawn Gary, 11.6 points per game. Adrian Amos, 9.4. Preston Smith, 9.2. He's playing a little better as of late. Uh, Kenny Clark, 8.6. Those are really probably your only options there in Green Bay, unless Johnny's got any corners for us. Uh, no, not against the Bears, I don't. No, thank you. <laughs> right, exactly. All right, so is this the last game of the week? It is. The L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. Um, Aaron Donald, the leading scorer for the Rams, 14.5 points per game. Jalen Ramsey becoming relevant for IDP, 13.8 points per game this year. We talked about it. He was moving in the slot. That was going to make all the difference in the world for his fantasy production, and it has. So we'd love to see that. Leonard Floyd, 12 points per game. Von Miller, 10.8 points per game. Still looking for his first sack there in L.A., uh, Taylor Rapp, 9.8. Jordan Fuller, 9.3. Ernest Jones, 6.1. He's been playing a lot, a little bit more as of late, so we like to see that. Um, any, anyone I'm missing on the Rams, Johnny? Yep. If the, if the pattern that I've seen holds, it's a Troy Reader week, not an Ernest Jones week. 
Um, he he tends get you. Yeah, he tends to play more against uh, teams that don't stink massively. Uh, Jones gets most of his points from when they beat the hell out of someone and they leave him in all game for the cleanup tackles at the end. Um, also, Darius Williams is a really good option this week at uh, corner. Very nice. Um, good stuff there. Yeah, get your get your reader. Always get your reader when you can. Um, moving on to Arizona. Chandler Jones balling out lately, 17.2 on the year. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but he's had he's had a, a really nice, I think it's like three-game stretch. Um, Jordan Hicks, another guy that, that's coming off a monster week, 15.4 points per game. He's been great this year. Marcus Golden, mm. similar. All these guys, man, all these guys probably were left for dead for the most part, but they've been awesome. Marcus Golden is averaging 14.4 points per game. Byron Murphy, 12.1. Jalen Thompson averaging 11.2. That's a big surprise, you know, over Buda Baker, who's averaging 10.6. Isaiah Simmons is averaging 11.2 points per game. And Zach Allen, a guy that I'm a big fan of. I've been able to get him in quite a few spots where I was needy at defensive end. Um, he's averaging 8.9 points per game, but he has 13 points per game over his last six. Who else here, Johnny? Anyone else in Arizona? Nope. Not really. I mean, you could go Marco Wilson, deeper leagues, is that other corner. Uh, and Murphy is banged up, so there's a chance he may not play. If that's the case, then definitely Marco Wilson. Um, but yeah, no, those are all the usual suspects right there. Okay, cool. That'll be a fun game. That's the, what is that, that Monday? That's a Monday night game? Yeah, it looks like it. That's, uh, that's a hell of a Monday night game right there, yeah. Let's go. All right, well, um, folks, that is all of the games for the week. We, uh, If you have... If you have your playoff starting this week, we wish you the best of luck. Um, Johnny, where can the folks find your work? What are you doing right now? Uh, IDPGuys.org, just uh, trying to get to the end of the season so I can do something besides this stuff. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, golf and just not, yeah, just not think about football for a little bit. But yep. um, But don't get it twisted, folks. We absolutely love this game. It is the... Best game in the world, um, and we love talking IDP. Love getting together and just hanging out and chilling, you know. Um, but again, good luck out there if you if you got your if you got your fancy starting your fancy playoff starting this week, or if you're trying to get in to them, you know. Uh, hope you do. Hope you come through. Holler at holler at us if you need us. Our DMs are always open. Good luck out there, folks. We love you. Goodbye. Howdy peace show, howdy peace show, howdy peace show.